Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Are you excited? Amen. It's time for the word of God. Amen. Are we becoming spiritual men? Oh, can you see yourself becoming a spiritual man? Do you want to learn more about becoming a spiritual man? I can't hear you. Do you want to learn more about becoming a spiritual man? Then rise to your feet and let's welcome Bishop Jaguar Mills. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Just ask God to speak to you this afternoon. Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for your spirit who is here with us. Guide us, Lord. Speak to our hearts. We thank you that you are so powerful in our midst. Thank you, Lord, for a great blessing that we have today in the name of Jesus Christ. Guide us, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 22. Hello, can you work on the sound? Our monitor in front doesn't work. And make it sound clearer, please. It's not clear. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Verse 22. And verse 23. The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Now, the Bible is telling us here, I'm sharing with you about becoming a spiritual man. All right, spiritual manhood. Hallelujah. And uh, the Bible is telling us here that your whole spirit and soul and body should be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, this scripture, can you make the sound powerful for us also in the front here, okay? Whoever is doing the sound. Now, this scripture, all right, is telling us that 
the whole of us is made up of a spirit, a soul, and a body. Amen. Spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. So that is why when he says, God wants to affect you wholly. Read it again. He says, I pray God that your whole spirit and soul and body, all right, be preserved, blameless, or should be good. Amen. So, I pray God to sanctify you or affect you wholly. Now, when you come to the university, University of Ghana, right, the University of Ghana is not affecting you wholly. It affects only your mind. Okay? And then you can see there's some couple of athletic fields I see out there. Um, is it hockey or soccer? Pitch. What is out there? Soccer. Hockey. So the hockey pitch is to affect your body. Right? But the school does not provide for you spiritually. As you can see, the, 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 person you are, the whole of you is made up of a spirit, the soul, and the body. So you are not just a body. Right? And when we dissect dead bodies in the medical school, we dissect every inch of the human body over a long period of time so that we really know every part of the body. But we have never dissected and come out so this is the soul. Do you see? And for our exams, uh, medical school exams, we have what we call a steeplechase. And... Um, you have different parts of the bodies placed on different tables in the lab. So we start from number one, and maybe there are 20 questions. How many questions do they have in Sipu Chase? 60. Wow. 60 questions. So you start from one, and there may be a part of the body on the table. Okay, with a little, like a toothpick on it with a flag and they've written one or X or B. And they'll ask, what is B? What is, what is it? Number two, what is connected to it? Three, what does it do? Then they'll ring the bell, plain, then you go to the next table. Another human part is there. Different, different, different human parts or parts of the human body are out there. You get it? Now, when I was in school, there was a box. I think it was a wooden box. I don't know how a wooden box can have all these things in it. But it was inside the mortuary, inside where the bodies are, the freezer. Are you listening? And it was like a treasure box. In this box, when we were preparing for exams, we used to go and see the labasses and say, Charlie, I need a spleen. 
Oh, I need a hat. And he goes inside the box, put his hand inside the water, and bring out this a spleen. Bring out this a liver. Bring out this a heart. And the whole box had all these parts. Yeah. Do you, do you still have that box? You never seen that box. Yeah. It's like a magic box. Treasure box. And all the different parts of the body, we bring it out and we use it to prepare. We prepare for the exam. So this is this. So when you see, because sometimes when you see, you see something with some things on it. It's like, what is this? So this is the artery to this. When you see this in the question, what is two? What is number uh, C? The fitting C on it, what is it? This is the anterior something, something, vessel going, hey. But in this big box, we could never put your hand in there and bring out the soul. Yeah. There was no soul in the box. (laughs) And there was no spirit in the box. Because all these were parts of different people who we have di- who have been dissected. And when somebody has a very nice spleen, or a very nice liver, or a very nice stomach, then we just take that one and put it so that they use it for exams. Wow. So you see that the human body is just the body. And like my professor said, if our lives is just what you are seeing, then even goats are better. Because when they die, we can eat them. But human beings, when they die, we cannot eat. Alright? So the human body, the human being is more than the body. You are more than a body. You are a spirit, a soul, and a body. That's why Jesus said, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and his soul is lost? Because inside you is a person and that person continues to live. In fact, when you die, you continue to live as though, um, in fact, I hear it's even, you're even more aware. It's like all the senses which are submerged in the mind. And are submerged by the body. Become brighter. So people who have died. And have ever come back. Because some people have been dead for nine minutes. Six minutes. Different. You know they declare you dead. And they've covered them with a white sheet. I remember one testimony. One guy who was declared dead in America. Covered with a white sheet. And they were sitting there. Writing the cause of the doctor. The doctor was facing away. And when the guy suddenly sat up. Yeah. After several minutes of trying to resuscitate the person, he didn't wake up. Finally, he just got up on his own. And he got converted because of what they saw. And some people, when they come back, they don't remember anything at all. But some do. You get it? So, you'll find out that the soul, the inside, is real. And when you are dead... It is the body that stops functioning, but you just sort of just come right out 
and you are standing there. So when somebody just dies, usually his, his spirit comes out and is just standing right by his body. And you see yourself, then you see yourself. In fact, that film, Ghost, is quite an accurate presentation. If you've never watched it, you may want to watch it and see. It can give you an idea of what it must be like to die. And then the evil spirit comes for you. But when you are born again, on the error part is that it just shows that if you are good, you go to heaven. If you are bad, if you come in better, you go to hell. But all men are sinners. And without the blood of Jesus, you, are, you, you go to hell. You are doomed, I tell you. Without, without, without the blood, of, you can pray seven times a day, but you are still doomed. Because your sins are still there. And what can wash away your sins? What, what can wash away all your sins that you've already committed? I mean, why should God just forget about everything? Why should he just wipe out all the bad things that you've ever done? Why? You kill this person, you kill this person. Oh, Charlie, God, they're kind. Wow. So, dear friends, I am sharing with you about this part that man is not just a body. So, where you have people who spend a lot of time developing their bodies, developing their muscles, developing what? Their biceps, triceps, pectoralis major, and pectoralis minor, and trapezoid, latissimus dorsi muscles. When you die, it's just meat. What about your soul? Where is your soul and what is left of you? Are you there? Are you listening? Now, when you spend all your time doing your hair, And you spend all your time doing your face. And you spend all your time buying dresses to look nice on the outside. You are dressing up the body. The house of the man. So your your body is your house. So the body we are in now is actually our house. So the Bible calls the body your earthly tabernacle or earthly house. And it says that if this earthly tabernacle is destroyed we have another not on earth but in heaven so you get another body but not this one this frail sick weeing pooping smelling sweating bleeding body wow are you glad about that but you are going to look exactly the same i don't know if pot bellies are going to be transferred Because you look the same. Because Lazarus recognized the rich man. And the rich man recognized Lazarus. Even from a distance. There was a great gulf between them. But he recognized him. And he said, what? Lazarus, call him for me. He knows me. I gave him chicken every day. Wow. So this... The, the, the whole essence of church is to develop another aspect of you which is neglected by the educational institutions. And which is neglected by the gyms. When you go to the gym 
and the soccer field and you play football and you swim and you do all the physical things, you neglect the inside. And when you do your hair and you do your face and you do all your clothes, again, the inside is not good. Do you see? So Jesus did not come to change the outside. That is why the Bible says, when a man is born again, he is born of the spirit. So Nicodemus asked a good question. Can a man go back to his mother's womb and be born again? No, because it's not a physical birth. That is why when you are born again, if you are fair colored, you are fair colored after you are born again. If you are tall before you are born again, you are tall after you are born again. If you've done your hair with Brazilian hair before you got born again, immediately after being born again, you still have Brazilian hair. It doesn't change into Ghanaian hair or, I mean, uh, another type of hair. It's the same hair. Yeah. If you have black lips before you are born again from smoking, you still have black lips. Immediately the day after you are born again, you have black lips. Yeah. Because there is no change to your outward body. Jesus said, you can't go back into your mother's womb to be reborn in a new family. But you can be born of the spirit or spiritually. So it's a spiritual experience. And your spirit is recreated. So you have a new spirit. Now, why do I say they have a new spirit? Because the Bible says so. I am a new creation. Remember the song we sing. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or new creation. So you are newly created. because You know why? Because your heart is too evil. Hey. You see, before salvation, all three parts of you are rotten. Your spirit is rotten. It's bad. Your heart is bad. You have a bad heart. I remember when I was a non-believer, I was going to do something bad. I will not tell you what I was going to do. (laughs) But do you know what I did? I prayed for God to help me. To do the bad thing. Because I had no consciousness of what was good or evil. I prayed that God should help me to do this bad thing that I'm going to do. Yeah, because I thought it was good to do bad. And some of you, you have done bad things and you said, God should help me today to succeed. It will work today. Wow. Is it true or it's not true? How many have prayed when you are an unbeliever for a very bad thing to work that today there it should work? I'm going to rob this girl. Oh God, help me so that it works. So, but when you get born again, you'll be doing something bad, but now one part of you has been changed. So as you are doing the bad thing, you start to feel there's something wrong. But before all three parts were bad, your mind was bad, your body was bad, and your heart too was bad. So Charlie, the thing should be more, it should be more. Hey! Whatever bad you are doing, you do it with strength and power. But after you are born again, your body still feels. If you have a girlfriend before you are born again, 
the day after you are born again, you still have the girlfriend and she still looks nice to you. And if you were sleeping with her, you still feel like sleeping with her because your body is the same. Because when you have sex, the spirit doesn't have sex. The body is the bodily part that come out. The hydraulics work and the bodily part comes out and then you have sex. <laughs> you don't understand hydraulics. One day I led somebody to Christ in the morning. In the morning. And I went to visit him in the afternoon. Yeah. And the reason why I know that he, he accepted Christ was he, he really, just me and him, he accepted Christ and received the Lord. He was a very, I mean, womanizing type of person. This was his life. And I spoke to him, just the two of us, in his bedroom. And he said he, he, he will give his life to Christ. I said, pray, let us pray now. So this time he was my friend, but I said, Charlie, now we are serious. So he prayed, and he gave his life to Christ. Then it occurred to me, let me pray for him to receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I, I told him, just, you know, it's not easy to talk to your friend like that, but I don't know, I became very bold. I said, look, you can receive the Holy Spirit right now. In your room. I said, do you want? I said, I want. I said, open your hand. Let me pray. I laid hands on him. That's the first person in my life who has ever been falling under the power. He fell down under the power in his room. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. I was amazed. I said, Lord, I feel some power. was filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. That was in the morning. Yeah. And I came back in the afternoon. Later in the afternoon, getting to around four, five o'clock to follow up on just within hours I was following up. When I got to his his, because I was close to him, I could go right through the door to another door. Then right, just before I was about to enter his room, something said to me, wait. And there, he was with one of his numerous girlfriends who have been following him, fornicating just a few hours after a spirit had been newly created. But you see, some people don't understand this. The, 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 the reason why you will not understand how is somebody doing that? Because the body is the same body. It's the same body. Your, your body is not saved. Your body is that the salvation has no effect on your physical body. This is what you have to understand. Your body is the same. An unbeliever's body, but they are all the same. Only that the spirit, the, the master, the heart has been changed. That is why you see a Christian do that is why so so you see that a Christian is somebody who has received a new heart, but the body is the same. If you are pimped, you are pimped after. 
Pen heavy, pen after. You are tall, you are tall after. If you are short, if you are uneducated, you are, if you are an idiot, you are an idiot immediately after. It's the same. Your body is the same. Your mind is the same. Yeah. So salvation is something that takes place in the heart. Now when you are born again, you are a tiny little baby. You see? And your spirit is a newborn baby. And so the control over your bodily reflexes is not much. Yeah. So until the spirit matures and becomes strong, the body just has a field day. I feel like sleeping, I sleep. I feel like eating, I eat. I want to have sex, I have sex. Whatever I used to do, whatever I feel like doing, I do. Because the spirit is just newborn. And the, the, and the body is well developed. If you are in your 20s, oh, that is the time when your body is aflame, aflame. Hydraulics are fully, they are new. The hydraulics are new. Everything works. All your engines, audiovisual engines, or factory engines, everything, they are all working. Operating at full capacity. Yeah. And your mind is equally as stupid. That was if you are an idiot before. You are an idiot after. If you don't know before, you don't know after. So that's why we come to church. But when you come to church, the Bible says you'll be renewed, you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is like the computer program and has to be reprogrammed. All the things that you used to like and do and you didn't even understand, you can now begin to understand by coming to church and reprogramming the computer up there. That, that, is, that is what the effect of preaching. So after coming to church for some time, I realize that you think differently. You act differently because you think in a different way from how you used to think. Yeah. I remember my pastor, the, the pastor who ordained me. His work before he got born again was pornography. Like he was the, he, when you watch pornography films, he was the one in the film. That was, that was the work. That was his work. Yeah. He was a star. A pornography star. Yeah, it was a white, a white man. That was his work. He had sex, they film, they pay him. This was his work. My pastor. So, oh yeah, he's a great man of God. He's, he's about 70 years old now. So when he got, he, one day I went to church and he was telling this story. He said, look, for me, sex, it was my work. And to, to him, he said, when I, when I found Christ, I was happy. And he said, for me, when I sleep with a lady, it's because I love her. So as far as I'm concerned, God is love. And I'm loving a lot of people. I love everybody I see. I love that person. So, yeah, greater love. Now listen, I, I, I remember this. 
I remember it was Sunday, like today is Sunday. He told us this story. He said, I was loving a, a different girl every night. And he said, it never occurred to me that there was anything wrong. Because that was my work. I didn't find anything wrong with it. Then he said, one night, I was in bed with a lady, a girl. A white loving head. When suddenly, a huge creature appeared in the room where he was with the girl. The girl was asleep. I think it was in the middle of the night. And he was he said, I was frightened. And I, he said, he jumped out of the bed. And then something occurred to him that there is something wrong. So he said, he started to read the Bible. When he read the Bible, he was shocked to find that word fornication. He said, that word fornication, he has not seen it. What is fornication? He didn't know that there was something like that. And from that time, see, when his computer was reprogrammed, then he changed. You see, that's what brings the change. So you can be born again in your spirit, but your mind is not renewed and your spirit has not become strong. So you, you just, your body just does whatever. So from that time, he changed. And if there is any pastor who I saw a good example of marriage, up to today, he's over 70. He ordained me. He ordained me to be a reverend minister. Yeah. Because I, I played drums in his church. I, he wanted me to be a pastor in the church there, in, in, in London. I mean, he total change. Yeah, that, that's, see, that's a new creation. But you see the change is taking place in the heart. The mind has to change and the body has to be controlled. Yeah, also the body there. That's why you, you, you can see that you have feelings. Yeah. Some of you, the pastor will be preaching you. Instead of receiving the word, you'll be falling in love with the pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And, and, and the devil will tell you, you say you are not a Christian. And he'll tell you, there is nobody like you here. Not knowing that there's six people behind you are wilder than you. The people behind you, they are wild that crap. Your thoughts are very pure compared to the next row. Hey! The next row there is times 20. But when you don't know these things, that the devil ministers to you all the time, and co- you are confused. So I cannot be, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I mean, look at, the, look at the ideas that are in my mind. Hey! And you said that even the devil doesn't think like this. Wow. How many have been there when the devil told you that, Charlie, you there, you are not a Christian. I mean, others are Christian except you. Yeah. So, very, very, very important. Now, when your spirit starts to grow, this is what the devil doesn't want at all. When your spirit starts to grow, because you are three in one. You are three in one. Yeah. There's three of you in one. Just like God. God, create, God created man in his image. The God is three parts. Spirit. God is God the Father. God the Son. 
God the Holy Spirit. Or God the Father. God the Son who became the flesh. And then the Spirit. The Spirit part. The Holy Spirit. So we are also created in the image of God. And we have this people. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I have all those. Do you know if you have a spleen? You don't even know that there's what is a spleen and where it is. But your spleen is quite big. It's something like this. Yeah, you have it right in your stomach on the on the left side. Yeah, right there. It's quite a big thing like this. You don't even know that it's there. So the fact that you don't know that something is there doesn't mean it's not it's not there. So someone, yeah, you don't know everything. You are new. You don't know much. You don't know NATO. And you want to be the American president. You don't know NATO. Alright, so now that you are born again, we are trying, God is trying to make you grow up spiritually and until you become a spiritual man. Are you there? Now, what are the characteristics? How will you know that you are growing up spiritually or you've grown up spiritually? And I believe I gave you some keys, isn't it? Some symptoms of a spiritual man. What is it like to be a spiritual man? What is number one? Despising earthly things. Moses, when he came to years, despised earthly things. Number two. What? Able to live by faith, by believing. You see, when you are dominated by your flesh, you go by what you see. So you say, oh, I see some big breasts here. This is the right type for me. So, ah, I see a breast, I'm going for them. You see, it is your reflexes that are going. Yeah. But where your spirit is, oh, this big breast, but you start to reconsider. Number three. Accept suffering. You choose to suffer. Yeah. When you are immature and they take you to school to learn, you will not learn much. But when you mature, you will start to learn. And some of you, you matured after you came to university and you got a bad course. A lot of you are not doing the courses that you wanted to do. You are not serious. And now that you are mature, it's too late to go and do the right course. But if you had been mature earlier, you would have chosen to suffer. You would have chosen to suffer. Let me suffer and study hard so that I can get a good course. Instead of just being given any odd course where there are no students. For you to come and fill in the gap. Hey! Better grow up quickly, otherwise it will cost you. Yes, everybody becomes wise in the end. But you see, by the time you become wise, you are old. Don't be wise too late. The next characteristic is what? The six principles of um, maturity. Of, 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 of um, the six basic principles. And last week I was sharing with you about six basic principles that every baby Christian must know about until you can mature. Amen. Today... The next symptom or sign of you becoming mature is bearing fruits. Amen. Bearing fruits. 
How many know that a baby cannot have a, a child? Because it's a baby, isn't it? It's only at a certain age that you can give birth. True or not true? Yeah. Even if it's going to be a teenage pregnancy, you still have to get to a certain point before you can become fruitful. Amen. But until then, you do nothing but fool around. Amen. Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 5. It says, and the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets thereof. All right? The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets. Doing nothing. You see, children play. They play. They don't bear fruit. So when you are not mature as a Christian... You don't, be, you don't get involved in anything. That is why you are fruitless. It is your babyhood or your child state, spiritual child state, that makes you fruitless. Because children play. They, don't, they are not involved in making anything useful or fruitful in the house. They take the pen and write on the walls, Put the pen in the sofa, cut it, spoil your. If you have tapes, my son used to take my tape, my nice preaching tape, and pull it out. And you come and meet a very valuable tape. In those days, we had tapes. He's pulled it around the whole house. Yeah, because they just destroy, they don't do anything to, to, to bear fruits or to bring out any good thing. Are you with me? Yeah. But when you grow spiritually, you start to bear fruit spiritually. And you are not just just there. So the Bible says that the people play. So you play. You like to come to church. Yes, that's great. But there's nothing that you actually do. There's nothing that you actually contribute. Because you are a baby. The evidence that you are a baby is not that I've been around for a long time. But it is because... You are spiritually a child. That is why you cannot and do not have any spiritual fruits at all. Are you there? Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. Look at Colossians chapter 1. That you might walk worthy of the Lord. Colossians chapter 1. Unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every Good work. Amen. That you'll be what? Fruitful in every good work. Alright, so God is expecting you to develop to the point where you are fruitful. You bear fruit. Thank God for the members of the dancing group, the singing, and any other group. At least you are contributing to something. The more useful you become, the more fruit bearing, the more mature that you are. Yeah. You can have a tree, it's not bearing fruit because it is a little tree. It's too young to bear fruit. So you have people who sit in church for years and they are tiny little spiritual babies. And Ghana is filled with churches full of thousands of babies. 
That's why Ghana is gradually falling to other religions. If we have 10 men, 10 men who land at Kotoka Airport with guns, mature commandos like Rambo, do you think they can take over Ghana? Compared with 10,000 babies in the, in all over the country, what can 10, 10 men and 10,000 babies, which one would you prefer to defend Ghana? 10 men, yeah. So the church is full of thousands of little, little babies. Everybody sits in the church doing nothing, watching the pastor as he tells them that they will prosper. They are the next star. They are the next this. They are the next. Receive your husband. Receive your wife. Receive your... Everybody sitting there in the church. Everybody does nothing. It's a sign that you are a baby. And the churches are full. We have larger and larger churches full of spiritual babies. So when you come to a church and they are encouraging you to do something, they are actually encouraging you to tell it, why don't you grow up a bit? Instead of just making a mess in the house. Instead of just warming the seat and doing nothing. They are actually trying to edge you one step further along your spiritual journey. So that you don't just sit there doing nothing and just watching. Bless me. What does a baby do when a baby is born? Lies there. Nah, nah, nah. Wash me. Nah, nah, nah. Bath me. Nah, nah. Feed me. Nah, nah. Clean me. Nah, nah, nah. Carry me. Nah, 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 nah. Put me down. Nah, 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 nah. Hold me again. Nah, nah, nah. I want to go to my auntie. Nah, nah, nah. I want fresh air. Nah, nah, nah. I'm hot. Nah, nah, nah. I'm cold. Nah, nah, nah. Sing for me. Carry me up and down, up and down. Put me in the car. And the pastor is even tired of you. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Counseling, 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 counseling you. You never grow up to become something that somebody who is contributing something or even helping others. Yeah. So bearing fruit is actually the sign. Now, if you look at Hebrew, another important sign of maturity is when you become a teacher. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 12. For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again that which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. Amen. So when you, there is a time, look at this verse very carefully. Hebrews chapter 5. Some of you cannot find even in anywhere in the Bible where the Bible is. You cannot find Hebrews. You cannot find it. Yeah. You cannot even find Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 12. It says, there is a time when you ought to be a teacher. Instead of being taught or teaching, you have need that somebody comes to teach you basics. So, how do we know that you become mature when you yourself start teaching? You start teaching. You start sharing. You start counseling people. You start being one of the leaders who is teaching 
and ministering. How many years do you want to be in the church for? Oh, I just joined two years ago. Two years? Two years is a very long time in spiritual things. Sure. How long will you live? If you are going to live to be 42, then two is gone. It's left with 40. Yeah. It's a long time in spiritual things. People even join the church, get born again within two weeks, three weeks. I mean, when you are excited about God, your spiritual growth is very fast. You are so excited about God before you realize within some three weeks, some months, you are a very, very audacious, proper Christian person. Yeah, not this Christian I kept for a long time doodling and doddling. We can't see what your ways are. Are you really a Christian or not? And I told you last week, you have to repent. Christianity does not include everything. You can't come as you were. You have to change. You can't continue sleeping around, fooling around, taking drugs, stealing, lying, taking a poor. Christianity does not include If you want to go to hell, have your way. Tell the person, look, listen, we are not begging for whatever. If you want to go to hell, you can go to hell. It's entirely your choice. It's not by force. And nobody is begging you. Nobody is begging you to be a Christian. You want to go to hell, go. Hey, Jesus Christ is not a rain-beaten eagle trying to find some shelter in your heart. Jesus Christ is not a rain-beaten vulture or a rain-beaten eagle trying to say, please open, please open. I'm being beaten by the, by the rain. I want to come inside your heart. Will you open your heart, please? I beg you open. Sure. You will get, bro. You will not get. Look, for Jesus to come, he's not begging you to come inside your heart. If you don't like it, you can go. You will not get, bro. Are you a co-equal of Christ? What do you mean? Take your heart. If you don't want to give your take your heart. Take your heart if you don't want to open your heart. Ask your neighbor, are you a co-equal of Christ? Those upstairs, if you don't like Jesus, tell it. Tell it, you can take your heart away. If you don't want to open your heart, you can take your heart and go away. Yeah, cheer. It's like always encouraging you. It's always crocodile. It's oh, oh, you prosper. God is with you. Oh, Nyaminadom. Eh? Oh, victory is ours. 
God, no problem. God will have because of this kind of preaching, a lot of people are deceived about who God is. I can tell you one thing God is not a fool. If you don't know what he is, at least he's not a fool. The Bible says God is not mocked. God is not God. You cannot make a fool of God. You cannot you can make a fool of me, but you cannot make a fool of God. You can make a fool of me, but you cannot make a fool of God. A lot of people have made a fool of me, but you can't make a fool of God. So, you have to mature and grow up to the point where you, 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 you can now share and you become useful in the house of God. And you now bear fruits. Some of you even to invite somebody to church. It's as if we are drawing your blood. Yeah. Now, the final point for today is that to be a sign of, of, of maturity is bearing the fruits of the Spirit. Yes, bearing the fruits of the Spirit. All right? The fruits of the Spirit are the fruits or the effects, the long-term effects of the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. After some time, it has an effect. Yeah. After some time, it has an effect on you. All right? Now, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. What does it say? But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Not sex, so love. Sex is different from love. Joy. Love, love. Is there a song like that? Love, love. Joy, joy, joy. What my God has for me. This is what my God has for me. I want to say peace, peace, peace. This is what my God has for me. This is what my God has for me. Today. The fruits of the Spirit, wow, is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, hmm. gentleness. When, when you are anointed, you know how to propose gently. But when you are not anointed, you just say, oh, tell him, marry me. Goodness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such, there is no law. Now, let's take the first one, love. Love, that's a big one. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Now, love, love is patience. So when, that's why you should marry a mature Christian. 
Because you are, you are going to get somebody who has matured, then the fruits are showing patience. So when you marry, you cannot make granite soup. And when you make the granite soup, it looks like somebody's watery diarrhea, somebody's brown diarrhea. Yes! And he can see and he's from his mother's heart and his mother is a very good cook and he has been enjoying and he, you come and present him with your watery garnet toilet diarrhea uh, garnet soup and you present it to him if he's not mature he will get up and say what? what is this? it is, it is garnet soup Take your granite soup. It doesn't have the effect. Patience. Love is patient, number one. Patience. Yeah. All the things you cannot do. That's why you should marry. You see, that's why a person who is spiritually a man. You see that these characteristics come out. Not a singer. You can be a singer, but you, don't, you are not mature. Singing doesn't make you mature. Yeah. No, but it's, 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 it's better than not singing. You know. Those who sing are higher than those who don't sing. At least there's some church fruit somewhere. Some small fruits. But patience. Love is patient. So watch out. Without patience, you can't even sit in this church. Yes, sir. I have no, I have no time. I have no time. What, what time do we start? What time do we close? It's, it's, you are immature. You are immature. That is why. Because you have patience for other nonsense. Huh? You go and sit down. Somewhere, following a girl for hours. That's when you have patience. You come to church, you have no time. I have no time. I have no time for this. Look at you. Following girls and following boys. You wait patiently for a boy who is meeting a first girlfriend before he comes to you. You have patience for that. You are waiting for his call. Or his text. You are watching your phone. Watching your Tigo and your MTN. Which one is that going to be a text? Or WhatsApp? Wow. So Charlie, when you see a sister, don't just look on the outside. Oh yeah, she may have beautiful hair. Beautiful Chitale. There is no maturity in her at all. She has no patience. And she will have no pay. You, a nice phlegmatic man. You see, some of the nicest husbands are phlegmatic. If you can ever get a phlegmatic husband, glory be to God. Very nice, 
patient taking of time. Oh, only that you may be poor. You understand? Only that you may be poor. Peaceful but poor. But if you don't have patience, you cannot stay. One sister, her husband was not moving. He said, look, I'm the only one working in this house. I'm the only one working. What is it? You don't bring anything. You see? You see, the fruit of the spiritual. So that's why Christians look like unbelievers. Because when you are a baby, if you grow up and you don't mature, you are just like a baby. It's like not having a human being. I mean, if he just starts poo-pooing here, he just starts poo-pooing and re- she starts urinating. And every sort of different things here. It's like you, you immediately take them to the hospital that they are not like normal people. There's something wrong. It's like your reflex, you just do whatever you feel. So when you marry somebody who has not developed control over... You see, when you are born, you have reflexes. Root reflex. When you touch the baby here, it will turn the head this way. It's a reflex. If it is not there, there's something wrong with the brain. When you touch the side of the... You touch the, the, the baby will turn the head. When you touch the side, it's called root reflex. Go like this. When you put your finger in the mouth, don't put your finger in the baby's mouth. But if you put your finger in the mouth, it starts sucking. That's the sucking reflex. Yeah. And then we have other reflexes. A startle reflex or moral reflex. When, you, when the baby hears a noise, the baby will do. And then it will come back. It's a reflex. With a noise. It shows the baby is it's working. Babies, the, the things in the the things in the baby are okay. You have a reflex called the Babinski reflex. When you stroke the under of the foot, you see when you stroke the under of your foot, you immediately do something like this. But with the baby, when you stroke the under, the the, the big toe will come up big like that, and it will come different, different from an, a normal. If if you do that reflex as a grown up, you are sick. Why are you laughing? Have you heard of the disease multiple sclerosis? It's one of the symptoms. You are sick. Yeah, seriously sick. If, if as a grown-up you exhibit that reflex, there's something wrong. Then there's another reflex, gastrocolic reflex. That is when you eat gastrocolon. When you eat, you immediately poo-poo. So when babies eat, immediately they poo-poo. Now, all these reflexes are in all of us. That is why every restaurant must have a toilet. In, in anywhere you design a restaurant, there must be a toilet. And anytime you are hot and you need a toilet, go to a restaurant. It must have a toilet there. It must. Because of the gastrocolic reflex. Now, when you eat, then it's coming. Listen, if you don't listen, you will not learn. You're just shouting. Huh? Listen. So, babies... Immediately food goes in. How many have noticed you too when food goes into your stomach? Shortly after you see that 
You feel like going to the toilet, isn't it? But when you grow up, you learn to control the reflexes. That is why you can eat and you close and say, no, there's nowhere here for these things. Have you not done it before? It's not possible here. It's not possible. Shut down. Shut down. How many have postponed your reactions before? Yeah. Now, when you don't mature, you, you just, your reflex, impatient. You just get up. You just flow any reaction that is coming from you. You just manifest. So if you marry a woman who has no patience, she has not developed spiritually well now, she's patient. To be patient with you. I thought you would take me out for dinner. But he doesn't know. He's a bushman. He's just a good brother. But he's now learning how to take a sister. I thought you would speak to me and say nice words to me. I thought you would be gentle to me. I thought we would have a, a family home. We'll, we'll sit at the table. I'll lay a table with fork and knife. We'll sit here happily ever after. Look, you know the village the brother is coming from. You have to be patient. Gradually he will learn all these things. But he doesn't know it. So you rise up without patience. And you are going to manifest fully. Yeah. And sometimes you're amazed that you can lose your whole life and ministry because you, you, you have not developed your, your... Because it takes a developed spirit to control you, not to react. That's why some of you, you, you just enter relationships, you break up. You have no patience. Yeah. So, oh, no, 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 I can't take this. No, 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 no. It's, it's over. Bye-bye. Sorry, sorry. I was telling you one sister, she told her husband, look, you are, I'm the only one bringing money. Then one day she got up, she said, it's enough. I'm going to my mother. As she was going, she thought that the husband would come for her and come and beg. (laughs) He helped her to carry her bags to the car. Took her to the mother's house. After some months, he was not coming to say Come back. So she told the mother, Charlie, I'm going back. <laughs> when she asked to go back, the, ha- the husband said, Oh, no, 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 it's okay. Be, be at your mother's. Up till today, as I'm speaking. Yeah, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. He said, Up till today. He said, No, 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 it's okay. Just be at your mother's place. Oh, I want to come back. No, no, you don't come back. I'm, I'm useless. I'm this, I'm this, I'm all the things that I'm there. Up till today, we are speaking. Bye bye. You be careful when you are being impatient. You can lose what is valuable to you. I have no time for you. I have no time for this. I don't take no. You don't take no says. I sorry. I come to a church with the time. Sorry. Before you realize, you've lost the best church. Yeah. You've lost. You've lost everything that is important to you. So spiritually, when you develop, your fruits come alive. 
That's the first one. Love. Love is so big. It's patient. It's kind. Kindness. When a woman has power over a house help, then you see the fruits of the... They may be going to church or in prayer. Shendelebis people halbes pelpilo pelhisibal halmadobeste. Hey! When they see that, listen to me. I told you about that. You are spoiling my kettle. I told you are spoiling my day. Why push there? Where do you come from? I don't know. And then, after that, hey! Hebrew tongues, Hebrew tongues. Oh, now let's spiritual, The fruit of the spirit. See that the husband wants to have sex. She wear the trousers with a zip. Say no way. There's no money in the house. And the husband will be trotting. Trotting. Oh. Wicked. Wicked. A certain wife. She told her husband, she was wearing glasses. She told her husband, she went and bought a wheel. A wheel with a, a needle like this. So the wheel goes around like that. So it goes around. And then she has divided the wheel into no sex and sex. Small one. The sex is a small, they say like this. So... She will be reading her newspaper and say, try the wheel. And the husband will press it. They will go. If it lands on it, and 90% must no say. Wait till look, no say, sorry. Only on his birthday. And say, on your birthday, you can try twice. On your birthday, you can try twice. Wicked, wicked, wicked. You can press the thing twice to see if it will come. Your birthday, yeah. Try again on your birthday. Now, now listen. Listen, you see, you are laughing. There is not even 1% joking what I'm saying, no. If you are a pastor and you meet with people, you'll be amazed at what you hear. And say, all these people are in the church. Wicked people. When the Bible says love is kind, you would think that, oh, but look at that beautiful sister. What can be wicked if this sister? She's so beautiful. Oh, I can ask all these beautiful girls to stand up. You can never imagine anything wicked coming out of them. They look so gentle. Oh, now let beautiful you tell her. It's not a, it's not an easy thing. Yeah. 
Love is patient and is kind. Watch the house helps when they have some small power over a junior girl or a boy. You hear the voice. If you get powered like Hitler, what will you do? And after they will dress nice, they glory to Jesus. Oh, Pastor, good evening. Pastor, good evening. Very nice with their cloth. They've tied the cloth. They've come to church. Wicked woman. Love is kind. So help me, Lord. So when you say kind, so I'm thinking of Hitler and other, just in your house. Some of you, because you haven't had military power before, that's why we haven't seen your ways. If you were to be head of state for just one hour. And it's not jealous. It's not jealous. Love is not jealous. When you are mature, spiritually, you become a man. Your fruits come out. You see, when we see a mango tree, we see fruits on the mango tree. You know, one day I went to Guinea. There was a mango tree outside where we were staying. It was full of fruits, but the, the height of the tree was like this. But by the fruits, I knew that it was a grown-up mango tree. So the guys in the area explained that this type of mango tree don't grow tall. It's just up to like here. Full of fruit. You, you've never seen. There is nothing like that in Ghana. I planted one in my house. If it grows, I will show you if it will work. I don't know whether there is something in Guinea that makes it grow like that. By the fruit, you know that, oh, it's mature. By the absence of the fruit, you are not sure what it is. It's not jealous. Girls, full of jealousy. And somebody's got a beloved and you are saying, "Mm, you will see. Or somebody is coming down the aisle in her white dress. She's not beautiful. It's your jealousy. It's your jealousy. It's paining you that you are not the one. It's paining you that you are not the one. She's not beautiful. And she's not nice. I'm nicer than her. Or you have a beloved and your beloved is talking to other people. Why are you talking to that girl? I am a woman. I know what I'm saying. I said I don't talk to that girl. I know what is in there. I know what... Hey, hey, he said it's a woman's world. He said it's an unspiritual person's world. The fruit of the spirit. Love is not jealous. Not. Have you seen that you are not so spiritual and mature as you thought? Why are you talking to her? Look, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. I know that because you say, I know myself. I know I am a woman. I am a woman. It's a woman's world. I know that when I saw it, she didn't even mind me. She turned her head like this. And I thought that she said it. And I thought about that. Look, no man likes to be with this type of child. Brothers, you like such things. And they'll be asking you about a girl who you don't even say. Then you mention it. What are you talking about? What are you saying? What are you saying? I say it is you that I love. What again? Oh. You see, it's a girl thing. It's, it is, you see, just like how a boy is full of lust, you girls are full of lust will destroy the relationship. Jealousy will also destroy your happiness. Yeah. 
instead of us walking happily together every day. <clears throat> Princess Diana, you know, before she died, she wrote it in her. When she went on her honeymoon, she wrote, she said, I thought every five minutes he was getting up to go and text Camilla, the one he's married to now. Because he was the former. Don't marry somebody who had a former girlfriend, though. That very sure. This was, then you later say, hey, I know that it is uh, the, uh, the, uh, Luciana that you like. It's Luciana. Then leave her. If you don't have a strong personality, don't go near somebody who has had a strong relationship before. Because every day you remember saying, Luciana is the one calling her. Luciana. 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 Said, the last time I spoke to Luciana was three years ago. So, uh, I thought it was a, it looked like her number. 744 I thought her number was 744-738. Hey! And you are checking the text. Who is texting? Who is WhatsApping you? Who is the one? Where are the, where are the email from? Who is this? Can I see your phone? Can I see your phone? Wow. Is it a spiritual person? Look, if somebody doesn't like you, you should never marry the person. But when you are not mature, you see, you, 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 although you are a Christian, these holy virtues are not great in you. So when the person marries you, he doesn't have a good experience. That's why brothers go for spiritual and even those who preach. I mean, Cadella may be preaching, but it doesn't mean these qualities are developing here. It takes time and maturity because we are all maturing. Even after 10 years, you see, these things will be in a, it's like we need to control. A spiritual life is, is your whole life. Yeah. Love does not brag. And it's not arrogant. Does not boast. Yeah. Don't boast. So as for me, <laughs> as for my family, you know, we are all like that. Eight A's, seven A's. <laughs> you know, we don't learn, Shabri, we don't learn, and then we are, my family, we are really, really, I'm a shark. A natural shark. Wow. I'm the type who does this. You are the type of nothing. You are nothing. Stop boasting. You stop talking in a big way. You are nothing. Me, I'm beautiful. I mean, I know, I know that I'm beautiful. I know that I'm beautiful. I myself know it. I know it. That I'm beautiful. I know it. You know it, eh? You know it, eh? You know it, eh? Calm down, oh. Calm down. You are nothing. You are nothing. God will give you one pregnancy after you see that your belly, your belly full has become, after the baby, you see that your waist and your chest have joined as one tube. And you see that, ah! Me that I said I'm the most beautiful. Your waist, your stomach, and your neck have all joined as one fuse. I'm, I'm the type who girls love. Hey! Calm down. Shh. You'll be surprised when you marry all the girls whom you've been 
you think you are the strong man. You're the man. You may be, you'll be married to your wife and you'll see that she's not becoming pregnant. Then one day they will check the sperm and realize that, oh, asomwa, this is water that you have been bringing out. Water. There is nothing in it. It's water. It is water. Even though you have slept with a lot of girls, it is water that is coming out of you. Before you start boasting, you'll be doing tests every day. Test. Test. You, the powerful man. Oh, me, girls. Girls like me. When I sleep with them, I give them sensations for one hour. Wow! (laughs) Ah, We have to close. Six o'clock. Is it time? Wow. I've been told that it's time. We have to close. Okay. T- tell your neighbor, are you been boasting? You, you are there. You are boasting that your family is the type that lives long. Hey. Mm. Love does not act unbecomingly. That is inappropriate. When you, are, when you are spiritually mature, you start to move away from inappropriate. There are a lot of things, there's no rule about it. But it's not appropriate. How many know some inappropriate things? Raise your hand and tell your neighbor who is not raising such actually. <laughs> inappropriate. Look at the shorts that you are wearing to move around in town. Small, small short. Look at the top. It's only left with your nipples to come out. Why don't you just bring the nipples out so that it's complete? Just bring them out. So that, I mean, there will be no more questions. Hold up, on intro. I'm aware. Love does not seek its own. Wow. When you get married, every married couple, one feels hot and one feels cold. It's standard. A cold one always marries a hot one. So when you are feeling cold and your husband is feeling hot, or you are feeling hot, he's feeling cold, and you've married somebody who does, he doesn't care about you. And he seeks his own. That's why marrying a spiritual man, mature, who is controlled by the spirit, not by reflexes. My reflexes are to put it on. Love is not easily provoked. Easily hurt. Oh, how difficult it is to be with people who are easily hurt. Huh? And you, I was, you were sitting there and you kept on hitting me. You were screaming. Ah, 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 I don't like screaming. Everything you are hurt. Your, your marriage will be very difficult. Oh. Everything you are offended. When I'm at home... I put on the television. My wife starts speaking. My wife is like radio and there's television. On. Just like the two. So I thank God for this new, this new to be writing under. So that's the one that I use. As the radio is on, the television too is on, and then the reading is going on. Yeah. Because love does not, you have to listen to her. You have to talk. You cannot do what you want. You are a man, you just want certain things. She also just wants certain things. So a marriage is about 
And all of you are planning. How many are planning? More boys and girls, we are all planning marriage. <laughs> Love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Amen. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Unforgiveness. Some of us are full of bitterness. Hey, some of you, if you get your past boyfriend who broke your heart, you kill him. You kill him. You wish, you wish him dead. You wish evil for him. And if you ever hear something bad as happened, you say, Aha! God has. I said it. I said it. Sweet papa. Wow. Love does not take it. If you love me, you forgive me. Forgive. How many of your heart has been surprised? Okay, not broken, but surprised before. It was shocked. Let's say your heart was surprised. Your heart was shocked. Raise your hand if your heart was shocked. Hey! Charlie, you have to forgive. If you don't forgive, you will change. How many of us want to be mature? Yeah. How many want to be with somebody who is mature? Yeah. Hey. So spirituality affects even your happiness in the future. Yeah. Because the person you are marrying looks beautiful. Onale handsome. She telling. It's not like that. May God grant you spiritual mature. So how do you become spiritually mature? How do you become spiritually mature? The Bible says, as newborn babes, first Peter 2 2. Desire the sincere milk of the word of God that you may grow thereby. So when you see somebody who is listening to preaching, reading the Bible, having a podcast, you see that he is growing out of certain things and into certain things. And it doesn't happen overnight. Don't tell me you are spiritually mature if you are bearing wild grudges against people. You are not. You are not. You are not. You are not mature. Your maturity is seen by what? Your fruits. By your fruits, we know that you are mature. Amen. May you become a mature, spiritual Christian in the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand to your feet. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, Charlie, are you a tiny baby or a spiritual man? Or a spiritual man? What did they say? All right. Close your eyes. We pray. All to Jesus, I surrender. Father, thank you today for your word. Thank you for your blessing. To Jesus, I surrender all. To him, I freely give. 
I surrender all. close for a moment. If you are here today, pastor, I want to give my life to God, to Jesus Christ. Maybe somebody invited you. But you know, you are not even born again before you will continue even growing spiritually. If you are here today, you want to say, pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want my sins to be washed away. I don't want to go to hell. The Bible says, let me die the death of a righteous man. Not the death of a wicked man. The Bible says, it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that judgment. Before I sit down, I want to pray with everybody here. And I want to pray especially with you. If you want to give your life to God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to God, to Jesus Christ. I want to start a new life. I want Jesus to change me. I want to give my heart to God today. I want all my sins to be washed away. This is your opportunity. If you are here like that, pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart and my life to Jesus today. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. God bless you. Just lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. Just lift up your hand. I want to give my life. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand everywhere. Just lift it up high. I want to give my heart and my life to Jesus Christ today. God bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Your hand must be up. I see so many hands. I don't think about somebody standing by you, this and that, whatever. I'm talking about I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about milk and sugar. I'm talking about your soul. Your life, your very, very soul. The Bible says, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and your soul is lost? You are lost. You are lost. Today is the best opportunity right now in this cafeteria to give your life to God and end all confusion in your life forever. This is your chance. And I'm giving you this chance now. Either you take it or you throw it away. But this is your chance. And I'm, re- I'm here to pray for you. God told me to tell you. Come to him today. This is your chance. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Your hand must be up now. I want Jesus. I want God. I, I want to make a difference in my life. I'm tired of fooling around. God bless you. I see all your hands. If you've lifted your hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. And you've lifted your hand. Come to me in the front here. Come from where you are standing. Come to the front. Come. Come from the back. Come from wherever you are. With your hand up. Come, let me pray with you. God bless you. Come and stand here. Stand right here.
All right. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm giving you one last chance. When you go to the airport, sometimes you hear them say, this is a final call. I'm going to give you one minute to be up here. Because, I, you know, there are people, after the service, you regret. And then you even ask yourself, why didn't I go? Why didn't I give my life to God? I don't know what I was thinking about. Maybe you are thinking about somebody, but the person you are thinking about has already given his life to God. The person you are thinking about has already given his life to God. You are fooling with your own life. Come, come my sister, come. I'm giving you one second to come out of your seat. Come now. Come now. This is the last call. You won't, you won't have this opportunity again. Sometimes after a service, you see that something happens and then you realize that this was my chance. But after this chance, there's no more chance. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm giving you one last chance. Come now. Now, with your hand up, come to God. I'm praying with you. I'm about to pray. The door is closing. The door is closing. The sun is setting. The end. Lift your hands, all of you in front here. Lift your hands. Everyone, lift your hands. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus. Thank you for today. Oh God. I know I'm a sinner. Everybody say, Oh God. I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Please wash me. In your blood. Oh Jesus. I have sinned. Say, I have sinned. I know I have sinned. Please have mercy on me. Please cleanse me and wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I open my heart. Say, I open my heart to Jesus Christ. Oh God, oh God, have mercy on me. Cleanse me, wash me, forgive me. I am a sinner, but today I receive Jesus. As my savior, my master, my king, and my lord, the lord of lords. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Now lift your hands. Say, Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name. Please accept me as your child. From today, I will follow you. From today, I belong to God. I will serve God. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In the name of Jesus. Now say after me, Satan, listen carefully. From today, I will not follow you again. I will not serve you again. I will not obey you again. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I do not belong to Satan. I belong to God. Lift your hands. Say thank you, Jesus, for saving me from the devil, from my sins, from hell. You have saved me today. Today, I am born again. I'm born again. I'm saved from the devil, from my sins, from hell. I am saved today. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I believe in you and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. 
In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Wow. God bless you. All of you, listen, shh, quiet. Everybody here who have come to give your life to God, this is very important. This is the best decision. What you are doing, I decided when I was at Shimota School, 1978. Up till today, I don't, I don't regret it. By now, I should have regretted it if it was a bad thing. Because from 1978 to today, it's about, I don't know how many years. Huh? 36 years. I should have known by now that I did a bad thing. But if I follow Christ, and even there is no heaven and there is no hell, it has been better for me to be following Christ than what I had before. So I congratulate you. Congratulations. 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 Wow. Congratulate. Oh, clap for them and I congratulate them. Congratulations, my dear. Jesus Christ is better than any boyfriend. God bless you. Congratulations on giving your life to Jesus Christ today. God bless you. Now, all of you whom have shaken your hand, is there anybody here you, you have not yet received the Holy Spirit? You don't speak in tongues yet. I need to pray with you quickly. If you are here like that, lift your hand up high. Your hand, your hand. God bless you. If you yes, not those in front here. If you have not received the Holy Spirit, also come to me quickly. I'm going to pray a final prayer with you. Now, when we close, all of you whom have shaken your hand, I'm going to sit on the field over there. We are closing in two minutes. I'm going to sit on the field over there to wait for you. So come and see me. I want to give you one of my books before you go back home. Okay? Okay? It's a blessing to you. If you have not yet received the Holy Spirit, come. Come. All of you, come. God bless you. Wow. Lift your hands and let me pray with you all. Father, thank you for helping us today. We pray for the Holy Spirit. Come, come, come for the Holy Spirit. And also, if you are here, you are a Christian, but you are not a serious Christian, but you want to rededicate your life to God today, also come. Quickly, come and let me pray with you. You are, you are a Christian, but you are not serious. But you want to be serious from today. Come. Come, want to rededicate you. You are a Christian, but not a good Christian. Come, let me pray with you quickly. Come. You are a Christian, but not a real good Christian. Pastor, pray with me. I want to rededicate my life. Come. All these three groups. Salvation. I want to rededicate my life. Come. Come. Come, let me pray with you. God bless you. All of you. I'm a Christian, but not a good Christian. Like, I've given my life to Christ before, but I'm not serious. I want to be serious from now. Come. Come here. Come here. Let them come all the way. Let them come all the way. I'm a Christian, but not a serious Christian. But I want to be serious from today. Amen. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep moving. There are so many. Wow.
Lift up your hands. I surrender. surrender all to you. All of you in front here with your hands up. We surrender all. We surrender all. We surrender all to be good Christians, to serve you, to follow you, changing our ways, our lives, following you, yielding ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for these ones. I bind the demonic powers that are trying to steal them and destroy their lives. I bind the forces of hell that want to take them away into darkness. Deliver them, Lord. Save them, Lord. Strengthen them, Lord. Let them not fall away, Lord. Father, help your children. Help us, Lord, not to fall by the wayside. We thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your power. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All of you, come and see me. I want to give you a book and I want to talk to you for one minute. And then you go home. All right. God bless you. So, all of you who are in front here, when we close, just come. We are closing in one minute. Come to the back there. God bless you. Give the Lord a clap offering for this wonderful. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.